right, and we are back to another session. Yes. We are going to be finishing up Genesis today. I can't believe it. Amazing. Yes, it is so amazing. It is, especially what's going on in the world today. That's right. And we, Amy and I truly, truly hope that you are doing well, keeping a positive mindset, keeping the faith. Yep. Focused on Christ. That's right. And the promises. Yes. That's right. Yes. I know it. Now, uh, would you like to start us in prayer? Sure. Okay. Okay. Lord, I know you're with me and love me. Give me peace of mind as I prepare for this time of study. Give me insight that I might understand what I am studying and help me to remember it when the time comes. Above all, I thank you for the ability to be able to study and for the many gifts and talents that you have given me. Help me always to use them in such a way that they honor you and do justice to myself. Amen. Amen. Yes. Beautiful. Now, anything you'd like to chat about before we get started? I just thought we should say something on what, um, about what's going on, the coronavirus. Mm -hmm. And I found something that was sent to me by John Piper that I was going to read. Go for it. Okay. And it's just a little bit of it, an insert of it. So, um, just so we have our minds where they need to be during this time. So here it goes. It matters little what we think about the coronavirus, but it matters forever what God thinks. He is not silent about what he thinks. Scarcely a page in the Bible is irrelevant for this crisis. Our voice is grass. His is granite. His voice is not only true, it is perfectly wise in every situation. The grass withers and the flowers fall, but the word of the Lord remains forever. 1 Peter 1, 24 and 25. His words in scripture cannot be broken. What he says is true and righteous altogether. Listening to God and believing in him is like building your house on a rock, not sand. God's words in these times are not only true and wise, they are also precious and sweet. And the sweetness is not lost in this moment of bitter providence. Not if we have learned the secret of sorrowful yet always rejoicing. The secret is this, knowing that the same sovereignty that could stop the coronavirus and doesn't is the very sovereignty that sustains the soul in it. Indeed, more than sustains, sweetens with hope that for those who trust him, his purposes are kind even in death. This is not a season for sentimental views of God. It is a bitter season, and God sent it. We know this because he works all things according to the counsel of his will. All things, not a sparrow falls to the ground apart from our Heavenly Father. Therefore, God not only comprehends the coronavirus, he has purpose for it. God does nothing, permits nothing, without wise purposes. Nothing just happens. Everything flows from the central, eternal counsels of God. All of it is wisdom. All of it is purposeful. For those who trust Jesus Christ, all of it is kindness. For others, it is a merciful wake-up call. Let the one who is thirsty come. Let the one who desires take water of life without price. 
That's from John Piper. That is so nice. Yes. I mean, it's just, we have to realize that everything is done to the glory of him. And he did allow this, mm -hmm. even though he does allow evil sometimes, mm -hmm. but for the good of him, mm -hmm. you know, it's going to bring some goodness. So I just thought maybe they would find comfort in that. That, thank you so much for sharing that. You're welcome. My that, pleasure. Those are some really, those are good words in this time. Yes. Absolutely. For sure. Yes. And who was that? John That's Piper? That's John Piper, yes. You can find him on online. Just put his name in and he'll bring up everything. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Thank All right. you. Uh-huh. Okay, so let's get cracking on uh, chapters 46 through 50 to recap 42 through 45, which was what we touched on last time. Uh, so because of the grain famine, Jacob's brothers, they went to Egypt to buy grain. And little did they know they were buying it from their brother, Joseph. Yes. And Joseph tested his brothers to make sure that they weren't as cruel as they used to be, uh, you know, when he was younger. Yeah. And eventually Joseph did reveal his identity and... It, so beautiful. They were all happily reunited. Yes. And that's what, we'll get into it, but the whole rest of Genesis, it's so warm and loving. Mm -hmm. It's so nice. It really is. Um, and then with the Pharaoh's approval, Joseph sent for his entire family to, to come and live in Egypt. Yes. Now, is there anything you wanted to add to that? No, I think you did wonderful. Oh. Yeah. All right. So on to chapter 46. Uh, and like we just said, Jacob and his entire family uh, of 70, 70 people made their way to Egypt. And one night God spoke to Jacob. And in Genesis chapter 46, verses two through four, during the night, God spoke to him in a vision. Jacob, Jacob, he called. Here I am, Jacob replied. I am God, the God of your father, the voice said. Do not be afraid to go down to Egypt, for there I will make your family into a great nation. I will go with you down to Egypt, and I will bring you back again. You will die in Egypt, but Joseph will be with you to close your eyes. Mm -hmm. So nice. Oh, yes. And that's, it's, God's kind of been saying this for all, all, throughout, yeah. all throughout Genesis. Yes. A great, na great nation is going come to from, come from this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, in the notes, it it's not by chance that we're reading this now, but... No. In the notes, it said, God told Jacob to leave his home and to travel to a strange and faraway land, but God reassured him by promising to go with him and take care of him. When new situations or surroundings frighten you, recognize that experiencing fear is normal. But to be paralyzed by fear is an indication that you question God's ability to take care of you. Yeah. Come on. That's not by chance that no. we're just reading that right now. No, it's not. And, you know, so many people are afraid of death. Mm. But if you can think to yourself, well, if I'm dead, if I'm, I'm dying, that means I'm with the glory of Christ, of God. Mm -hmm. I'm not here anymore. And one thing that... I don't know, I find comfort in is our time here is so short mm -hmm. and I that's so, so ironic or so like God because we get to spend eternity with our loved ones. Mm -hmm. We will spend more time with our loved ones in heaven 
than we ever spend here on earth. Mm -hmm. So if you can have that in your mind, okay, the worst thing that can happen is I'm going to die. Mm -hmm. Well, is that really the worst thing? Yeah. You know, I know. And death is hard, though. Sure. It's the unknown. Sure. Yeah. So I don't know if that helps, but. Now, were there any other notes in that in that part that you had? Um, on on four, mm-hmm. I I highlighted Jacob never returned to Canaan, but God promised that his descendants would return. That Jacob would die in Egypt with Joseph at his side was God's promise to Jacob that he would never know the pain of being lonely again. Huh. So, you know, think about all the time he was probably lonely. Mm-hmm. And I that reveals probably some of his prayers to God at times was saying, I'm lonely. Mm-hmm. But look, he promised him, you will never be away, never be lonely again. Mm-hmm. I loved that. It, so. it is. It's beautiful. Yes. Um, now, Jacob and Joseph, they finally reunite. And in Genesis 46, chapter uh, chapter 46, verses 29 and 30, uh, when Joseph arrived, he embraced his father and wept, holding him for a long time. Finally, Jacob said to Joseph, now I am ready to die since I have seen your face again and know you are still alive. Oh, I mean, that's heartwarming. It really is. Because as parents, oh, Thinking that your child has been dead this entire time and everything that, you know, that you've been going through and then to learn that the child is alive, that's, your heart is just warm. It's just full. Yeah, it's full. I mean, I can't even imagine. Mm -hmm. I think we would all say probably something so similar to that. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. Uh. In the notes, it said Jacob moved his whole family to Egypt, but they wanted to live apart from the Egyptians. To ensure this, Joseph told them to let Pharaoh know they were shepherds. Although Pharaoh may have been sympathetic to shepherds, the Egyptian culture would not willingly accept shepherds among them. This strategy worked, and Jacob's family was able to benefit from Pharaoh's generosity as well as from the Egyptians' prejudice. Mm -hmm. So it all worked out. It sure did. It all worked out nice. Yes. They were certainly away from them. Mm -hmm. Now, is there anything in Chapter 46 uh, that that you had? Anything else? Um, I had... No, that's 47. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I don't have anything else. Okay. So let's, uh, let's boogie on to Chapter 47. Now, Joseph visited the pharaoh... Uh, with his father and his brothers to let him know that the family, his family had arrived from Canaan and the Pharaoh let them have any, any of the land that they wanted. Mm. And Jacob had blessed the Pharaoh twice during the visit. Oh yeah. Um, now did you have any notes on that? Um, I have on, um, 47, uh, five. It just, I just highlighted it. It said, um, the Pharaoh said to Joseph, now that your father and brothers have joined you, choose any place Mm -hmm. in the entire land, give them the best land of Egypt, let them live in a region of Goshen. And if any of them have special skills, put them in charge of my livestock too. He was so giving. He was. Right. Yeah. And probably when... As an Egyptian, he shouldn't have been. Right, exactly. Yes, yes. I mean, he could have been so, but Joseph was always faithful to him and, you know, mm-hmm. no negative. I, I just, I think that that's why. Mm-hmm. Well, of course it's why. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, now, in the notes, like you just said, Joseph's faithfulness affected his entire family. Like you just said, because yeah. if he had been oh. uh, deceiving or anything like that, then it just it would have been a ripple effect exactly. right down the line. When he was in the pit and in prison, Joseph must have wondered about his future. Instead of despairing, he faithfully obeyed God and did what was right. Here we see one of the exciting results. We may not always see the effects of our faith, but we can be sure that God will honor faithfulness. Yes. Something else that you could absolutely apply to what everyone's going through right now. Mm-hmm. Um, just, you know, keep your faith. Uh, yes. And, and you know, I know for you and I, we haven't been able to be together and study, and we feel it. Mm-hmm. Yes. We're just not right on the tracks anymore. And it's like a morning mm-hmm. when I don't see you and we don't study. Mm-hmm. It really is, but we have to, you know, follow what the rules are. But we can, even though we're not together, we can have that faithfulness. That's right. Yeah, that's right. And I think it, it, it makes a difference when, when we do go out, you know, cause we're, everyone's in the stay, stay at home, stay in place thing, but you do have to go out and do, you get groceries and stuff. Right. When you have that frame of mind, when you have that peace with you, you don't know who that's affecting someone who may be very nervous about what's going on. Mm-hmm. Someone who may be very scared and they may hopefully Kind of feel that peace from you. Yeah. Because we've all been by those type of people. Sure. That you feel, you just know. Mm-hmm. And I agree with you completely. I totally agree. Someone might just need to hear something or, you know, listen to the Holy Spirit. Say it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know. I You should always try to do the positive because then you're positive. Yeah. Okay. So moving on with chapter 47. Um, so we can't forget that. The famine is still going on in Egypt and all around the the land. And it came to a point where the people had no more money to give for grain. Mm -hmm. And they let Joseph know because he was in charge of all of it. And he told them to trade their livestock in exchange for the grain. Mm -hmm. Well, after everyone ran out of their livestock and the money, then they had to start selling their land. And then they had to start selling themselves. They had to become slaves. It's crazy how that went down. I know it is. You know, just to survive. And only the priests, they were exempt. Right. They were exempt. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, Joseph was, he, he provided everyone with the seeds so they could plant the fields. But then Egypt said, mm, now we get, what was it? One, one fifth. Now we get one fifth of all your crops. Mm-hmm. I know it. And you, you just see, but it, it was meant to happen this way. Yes, yes. You know. Absolutely. But it's yeah. like, wow. Yeah. Now, getting back to Jacob, he was now 147 years old. He was, he was like you say, a ripe old chap. Yeah, he was a ripe old chap. <laughs> In Genesis chapter 47, verses 29 and 30, as the time of his death drew near, Jacob called for his son Joseph and said to him, please do me this favor. Put your hand under my under my thigh and swear that you will treat me with unfailing love by honoring this last request. Do not bury me in Egypt. When I die, please take my body out of Egypt and bury me with my ancestors. So Joseph promised, I will do as you ask. Yeah. 
And that's what they did. They put the hand under the thigh. Yeah. We've seen it in, in Genesis before, I think, yeah. where they do that. Yeah, we do. We've, we've seen that before. Now, did you yes. have any notes for uh, for chapter 47? Um, I have what you just read, that um, Jacob had Joseph promise to bury him in the homeland. And then few things written in this few things were written in this culture, so a person's word carried out as much as a written contract. Um, today people find it easy to say I didn't mean that. God's people, however, are to speak the truth and live the truth. Let your words be as a be as binding as a written contract. Mm-hmm. And you know, when my kids were little, I taught, I made up this song and taught it to them. If I don't have no shirt on my back, at least I have my word. Like I made up this whole song and they were, they did not like it after a while, but you know what? I wanted them to know that their word meant like money Mm -hmm. and you got to be that way, you know? And one time my nephews were there and my oldest said, mother, no one likes that song. And The nephews only say they like it because they don't want to hurt your feelings. I'm like, oh, well, that's nice. But you know what? Those words will always stick with them. Right. They they will always stick. My little songs I made up will stick. But, you know. And those are, it's such a, it's something all parents should instill in their kids. Is that what you say is, means something. Right. There are consequences to what you say. Yeah. They're everything or do. Mm-hmm. There's a consequence for every action. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. and we're all not going to do the right thing every no. time. But just to admit, to have that, that to have that understanding, there are consequences to everything. Yes, everything you do. Yeah. So you know. Yep. I know it. That's okay. all I had on that one. Okay, for forty-seven. Yes. Okay, so let's move on to chapter forty-eight. Uh, now Joseph, his two sons. Manasseh and Ephraim. Is that how you pronounce them? I think Manasseh yeah. and Ephraim. They went to visit Jacob, uh, who was, you know, who was dying. And this was Jacob's first time meeting his grandsons. Oh. So sweet. Just things like that are yeah. examples of things so sweet in this, these chapters. He blessed them, giving Ephraim the firstborn blessing, even though he was younger. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we've also, that's another thing we've seen through Genesis is even the, the firstborns are not getting the blessing. Right. It's, it's the younger ones. And it causes trouble. It does. Yeah. Now, Joseph didn't understand, but Jacob said in Genesis chapter 48, verse 19, Manasseh will also become a great people, but his younger brother will become even greater and his descendants will become a multitude of nations. Now, did God tell him that? I'm sure. Okay. All right. I am sure because why would he do that otherwise? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, okay. I think so. Okay. Um, now, in the notes, it said Jacob gave Ephraim, instead of his older brother Manasseh, the greater blessing. When Joseph objected, Jacob refused to listen. Oh, I should really read my own notes yeah, sometimes. Okay. Jacob refused to listen because God had told him that Ephraim would become greater. Mm-hmm. God often works in unexpected ways. When he chooses people to fulfill his plans, he always goes deeper than appearance, tradition, or position. He sometimes surprises us by choosing the less obvious person, at least by human reasoning. God can use you to carry out his plans, even if you don't think you have all the qualifications. Right. 
well, I think this podcast, at least regarding me, me too, this podcast is is a great example of that. Yes, but God will use anybody. Yes, He will. He will. And you know, our traditions aren't from the Bible. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe some people's are, mm-hmm. but you know, well, that's a tradition we have. To, well, that, but if it's going against God. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think that was Jacob's prob- problem. Yeah. Well, he should be, He, you know, tradition says the oldest. Well, yeah. And just said, listen. Yeah, but Jacob of all people. I know. Maybe shouldn't be saying anything oh, in that situation. No kidding. <laughs> but I guess he forgot all that in his ripe old age. His ri- yeah. ripe old chap. I oh. mean, come on. Come on, Jacob. No kidding. <laughs> Look at your past. Yeah. Yeah, I know. At some point you're like, oh, yeah. Oh, never, no. never mind. You're good. <laughs> you're good. Yep. That's right. Uh, now, uh, did you have any notes? Um, in 48. I 47. Think... Oh, wait, no. No, 49. 48. Oh, not 49. 48. <laughs> yeah, we're in 48. No, I don't have anything in 48. Okay, I had a couple notes. Um, when Joseph became a slave. Jacob thought he was dead and wept in despair. But eventually God's plan allowed Jacob to regain not only his son, but his grandchildren as well. Can you imagine that? Oh. Not only thinking that your son is dead, but now he's alive and you have grandchildren. I can't imagine. Oh. Circumstances are never so bad that they are beyond God's help. Jacob regained his son. We need never despair because we belong to a loving God. We don't yet know what good he may bring out of a seemingly hopeless situation. Yeah. Just what you were talking about. Right. There's going to be good in this. Mm-hmm. Maybe thousands of people come to Christ. Oh, yeah. Or yeah. tens of thousands. Maybe you never know. No, we don't know. We don't know, and we just have to have faith. Mm-hmm. And your children are always watching. Yeah. Well, don't We say that every podcast, I, I think, but it's true. Oh, yeah. It is so true. So how you react, Mm -hmm. you know, yeah. And those are things that will most likely stick with them for the rest of their lives. If you have a tendency to be a nervous, fearful person, it's, there's a strong possibility that your children will grow up to be fearful, nervous people. Yeah. Because that's just what they know. Right. And what they saw and everything. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I agree. Jacob refused to listen because God had told him that Ephraim would become greater. When did God tell him that Ephraim would become greater? Oh, that was a while back. Am I just not remembering that? I think so. Okay. I I remember him telling him that. Oh, he did. Okay. Yeah. All right. But, you know, he doesn't want to believe that. No. No. Then lastly, I had Jacob spoke of God as his shepherd throughout his life. In his old age, he could clearly see his dependence upon God. This marks a total attitude change from that of his scheming and dishonest youth. Mm-hmm. To develop an attitude like Jacob's, let God shepherd you as you trust in his provision and care. When people chase after what they want with no thought of God, they are willing to do anything, even what is wrong, in order to get it. It is far better to trust God and realize that all good things come from his hand. Yeah, And what a blessing that... We can make mistakes like that mm-hmm. in life, yeah. but, but it, it's okay. You can turn it around. Yeah. Cause he was a little jerk. 
Sure. Especially with the brother saying, well, I'm going to rule all of you. Uh-huh. Well, I'm going to... The, then the dad to buy that robe. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was all... I know it was meant to happen this way, but you can see. Mm-hmm. You can see that, honestly, the best thing that happened to him is what his brothers did to him. Yeah. I mean, as horrible as that is, I know. but... I, it's that's true absolutely yes sir mm. and and this is true i mean from back in jesus's time all the way up to today if you know people will do anything uh-huh if it to get what they want absolutely and that's scary yes it is mm. it is that a lot of people will just do horrible things yeah or, to you and yeah I agree. for things where you look at you look and you're like really yeah you and did all this for that yeah and look at your look at their lives mm-hmm. like is it a purposeful life is it you know yeah mm. i know it uh okay so that's chapter 48 are right. you good on 48 yes i'm good okay so chapter 49 Uh, All of Jacob's sons, because, you know, now he's really at the end of his life. All of Jacob's sons gathered around him, and Jacob proceeded to tell them one by one what was to become of them. Yep. Which, and they they became the 12 tribes of Israel. So we're going to learn about that in the next next book. But, uh, and that was a really interesting section. I'd, if you want to get deeper into it, um, be my guest. But it is interesting. It is. All of the... All of the sons. I know. And he had it down. And I know God did that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was it was neat. Mm-hmm. You know, it's something I'm sure they read and it's lovely. So It is. You know, it's real neat that he... I don't know. And you think, even when we're talking to someone, God's going to make sure they hear what they're supposed to. Mm-hmm. If you feel like, oh, I'm not smart enough to... I can't. He will make sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I thought it was amazing too. Now, what notes did you have for chapter 49? Um, I have, let's see, on 4910. Are we to that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, until the coming of the one whom it belongs may also be translated until Shiloh comes. What is Shiloh? The meaning of this is a difficult passage and it is disputed. Shiloh may be another name sent for the Messiah because it is the literal meaning of sent. Shiloh is? Means sent. Oh, okay. And it might also refer to the tabernacle set up at the city of Shiloh. That's right. That's where I remember it. Yeah. And let's see. The other thing I have on 49... On 49.22, have you went that far? Mm Mm-hmm, yeah. Okay, it said, Joseph would have some heroic, no, heroic, I think, descendants. Among them were Joshua, who would lead the Israelites into the promised land, and Deborah and Gideon, judges of Israel. Hmm. Deborah was the only female judge. That's right. There yeah. was one. Now we're going to be we're getting ahead of ourselves a little bit. So we're going to be learning about all the different judges in in upcoming books. Yeah. But yes, there was only one female. Right. And and you're right. Those the all of these kids were the twelve tribes of Israel. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna like I said, we're gonna yeah. get into that. So don't feel like you're lost. No, it's coming up. That's right. It just was. It's good. Um, now, I had a couple notes. It okay. said that uh, Judah 
had sold Joseph into slavery. Now, Judah was the oldest brother, yeah. correct? Okay. Judah had sold Joseph into slavery and tried to defraud his daughter-in-law. So why did Jacob grant him this blessing? God had chosen Judah to be the ancestor of Israel's line of kings. This may have been due to Judah's dramatic change of character. Judah's line would produce the promised Messiah, Jesus. Yeah. Mm. And you know what? Reuben was the oldest. Reuben was the oldest. But then Judah. Okay, so I he believe. was one of the older ones. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, thank you. Yeah. And then, now Judah was, was Judah the one that slept with the... No, uh, Reuben. Reuben slept with the daughter. Reuben was the one who um, lost his un- his special honor because he was unruly and untrustworthy. Okay. Okay. Thank yeah, you. he's the one that slept. With the concubine, one of the concubines, yeah. Oh, no, oh, okay, that one. No, who was the one that, he had the three sons, and then the two sons died. I think that's Judah. That's, that's Judah. Yep. Okay, okay. I got it now. That's the thing when you're going through the Bible. Yeah, you're you gonna miss. Get, you, you're going to miss, and you're going to forget some things. Mm-hmm. It's true. I, we I can't remember all this stuff, you know. And that's okay. Just yeah. take your time. Oh, yeah. And, um, also, I had these verses celebrate the times God rescued Joseph when his enemies attacked him. So often we struggle by ourselves, forgetting that God is able to help us fight our battles, whether they are against people with weapons or against spiritual forces. Joseph was able to draw closer to God as adversity mounted. To trust God to rescue you shows great faith. Can you trust him when injury or persecution is directed at you? Such spiritual battles require teamwork between courageous, faithful people and a mighty God. Yeah. And if you're being persecuted by another human being, Mm. you, number one, you don't even have to answer. You don't even have to hear it. Mm. You know, I mean, of course, if it's a fellow Christian and they're saying, listen, we see this in you. Mm -hmm. No, they're coming from a place of God. But as I've told you before, I remember my father always saying your self-worth is in Christ. That's where you, that's the only person it matters to. You agree? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only to God. Yeah. If you're right with him, God bless everybody. And, and that's the, that's the thing. And I, and we have spoken about this several times. It's like, as you become a little bit more confident in your faith and you start seeing things, it's like, eh, yeah, you know. Like you said, God bless. God bless you. I'm not sure. I, I answered. Be, I yeah. answered to God. Exactly. <laughs> you know. Exactly. That's exactly it. People will say, "Well, you say you're a believer." You know. I mean, just nastiness, as you just said a while back. Mm-hmm. When if you're, that's where it is. Yeah. That's it. Are they gonna? Are they dependent on your eternity where you're gonna be? No. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I know it. Um, I I loved this little thing right here how it shows where each notable descendant came from oh in the in our bible okay yes and paul came from benjamin paul came from oh the young brother yeah benjamin okay yeah and you just think about benjamin then you think about paul's heart and i don't know and we'll get to paul yeah we will you'll love him and esther and saul but i just thought that was neat so there are a lot of like for everyone that um that has bought a bible you have like a, a physical copy of it. Uh, there are a lot of neat versions out there and they have like really cool maps and charts yeah. and notes. 
uh, that give you a better understanding of where everything is and kind of who everything within the whole lineage. Yeah. Um, so we do, we do recommend if you haven't purchased one by now, you know, if you can buy a Bible because you can get a lot of neat information out of it and always go back and refer to it. Uh, but if, you know, what if you just have uh, like an iPhone or what's, yeah, like, iPhone an app, or an, an app, app, if you have an app, right. hey, that works too. Absolutely. Either or, yes. Now, moving on to chapter 50. Mm-hmm. So this is the end of Genesis. Ah. The end of Genesis. Now, Jacob died when he was 147 years old. And a message was sent to Pharaoh that Joseph needed to leave and bury his father in Canaan. And then he would promptly return. Mm-hmm. And that was so sweet that he, he kept his word. Yeah. And, and he's going to go bury his father. Yeah. Uh, Jacob was buried in the same cave with his ancestors, which that's what they did back then. So yeah. you would, you would, you would purchase a, a cave mm-hmm. and then all of your family line, all your ancestors would be buried in the same cave. Go in there. Yeah. I huh. know. Amazing. It is. It's amazing. Yeah. When J- in the notes it said when Jacob died, Joseph went wept and mourned for months. When someone close to us dies, we need a long period of time to work through our grief. Crying and sharing our feelings with others helps us recover and go on with life. Allow yourself and others the freedom to grieve over the loss of a loved one, and give yourself time enough to complete your grieving process. Mm-hmm. True. Yes, it that's. Is. That's true because mm-hmm. it it feels like if you don't allow yourself that process and it is a process mm-hmm. of, of grieving, it it lingers with you, yeah. but but it, it that there's negativity in there that will linger with you for years. Mm-hmm. You have to allow yourself that process. I agree, and it could fester. Yes, if you don't allow yourself to have. Those days, you know, yes, we've both been there and know that. Oh, yeah. absolutely, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, now, afterwards, Joseph's. This I thought was interesting. Oh, not that the rest isn't right. interesting, but afterwards, Joseph's brothers feared he would take revenge on them now that their father was dead. Yeah, uh, they even threw themselves down in front of Joseph and told him they were his slaves. <sighs> It just kind of shows where their mindset was still at, that they were still so fearful of Joseph and what he may do, because it just seemed like from what we've read, Joseph made it clear that he, he, he loved them. He didn't hold a grudge against them, but he, they still had that in thinking we did him wrong. Yes. What's going to happen now? Yeah. Yeah. Is it the UPS man? Yeah. Okay. Do you need to go? No. That's okay. That's I the, just hear him. Uh, that's the one UPS man that always plays his music. Oh, we always know nice. when he's here. Well, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I tell you. I um, know. But I, yeah, I just thought, wow, they're still, still fearful. Like they just, so that shows that um, they still feel bad mm-hmm. about they what they still, did. Yeah. I mean, still feel so bad. Very empathetic. Yes. Yeah. And did you notice that embalming wasn't typical for the all just I hear is, I'm sorry, all I hear is Dolly Parton. Oh. <laughs> so they didn't embalm then? I'm not sure if they did. Let's see. I don't think so. Well, they allowed Jacob's family allowed him to be embalmed as a sign of courtesy and respect to the Egyptians. But oh. usually they, it wasn't typical for them. Okay. It was typical for Egyptians because 
they believed that the dead went to the next world in their physical bodies. That's right, they did. Uh-huh. The Egyptians embalmed bodies to preserve them so they could function in the world to come. Mm. But that's not how. Even back then, mm-hmm. you know, we don't believe he God will give us whatever yeah. we need. Hmm. You know, yeah. I just thought that was interesting. Sure. Oh. And you think about like like King Tad and all that, how their bodies were so ornate. Oh. I remember seeing it had to have been the mid eighties. The King Tut exhibit mm-hmm. came to the Bay Area, came to San Francisco. My dad was so excited because like that was his thing, like archaeology and stuff yeah. like that. And so we went to see it. I don't remember much, but it was so... I just remember it being so grand and ornate. Yes. My goodness. No, how funny that I was at that too. That's crazy. Me and my sister. Wow. I can't believe we were there at the same time. Yeah. But I remember the same thing. And all of the things in glass, like the gold and the trinkets. And now when you read this, you realize, well, they put those trinkets in there because they thought he's going to need those at the next spot. Yeah. And the like, next spot. Yeah, the next the next new life. It says new world. He's gonna need that there. Let's put all that in there. I mean the things they would put in those things. Yeah. But that's just was their belief. Yeah. You know. And then you think about Pharaoh through this. Okay, he had these totally different beliefs. Mm-hmm. But look how gracious he was to that family. He was. He respected oh. with their beliefs. Yes, he did. This one did. Yes. And you just think, oh. Yeah, this one did. This the one. other one. I mean, no. yeah. But I just love that. Yes. So, yes. Okay. And then, oh, I wanted to read this. Genesis chapter 50, verses 19 through 21. But, okay. But Joseph replied, don't be afraid of me. Uh, am I God that I can punish you? You intended to harm me, but God intended it all for good. He brought me to this position so I could save the lives of many people. No, don't be afraid. I will continue to take care of you and your children. So he reassured them by speaking kindly to them. Love. I Such know. love. Pure love. That's all. And just, all. just letting them know and putting them at ease. I'm Nothing's going to happen. Yeah, we're all good. Yeah. I love you guys, you know. And that, I guess that must have been amazing to them too. Just thinking all the things we did to you. Mm-hmm. All the things you went through because of us. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just amazing. And and that's, you know, that's supposed to be in our in our hearts too. Right. You know, if you think of things that people have done to you in your life, it is difficult to... Let that go eventually. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, you know, that's what you need to do. Right. And forgiving doesn't mean that you then have to be this person that did that to you, best friend. Or whatever. I mean, you should... And forgiveness, if you're forgiving someone, the only person, it's going to benefit you. Yeah. Because that festering is gone. And, you know, one way I learned to forgive someone really close to me was I prayed for them every night oh and then eventually I got this it left me Mm. and just goodness you know and you realize listen I went through a b and c to be the person I am not that we're grand people no but to to who you are right now that's what if you didn't go through all this 
Right. There's a reason. And like you and I's situation, we wouldn't be the dearest friends we are mm-hmm. if we didn't have that major heartache that was so similar. Mm-hmm. That's what brought us together, a major heartache in our lives. That's right. So praise God. That's right. Praise God about yeah. that. And I think that happens more oh. often than not. I think it happens all the time and maybe people don't see it or they do see it and maybe don't want to attribute it to, you know, to God lining everything up for people. Yeah. I mean, he double whammied you and I. Yeah. <laughs> because not only did we have a parent, then we had our children. Yes. To think that our kids, you know, went through something similar. Yeah. And like, look at this. Like, yeah. he's like, listen, these two have to do <laughs> And I'm so very thankful for you. Yes, thank you. Yes. I'm, I'm thankful for you too. Oh, I just, yeah, because we're we're sisters. We are, and our kids, our families, yes. we're just all family. We are. Praise God for that. Yes, because so. you know, you know, God was looking down the line, like, oh, these two are thick as thieves. Yeah, all right, come on. <laughs> yeah, and if we would have had a perfect situation growing up, we would not have this. Mm-hmm. That. Build your character. Mm-hmm. Perseverance, character, character, hope. Wow. That's yeah. in the Bible. I don't know where it is. So I'm sorry, <laughs> but that's true. And even tell your kids that. Listen, you're going, like you and I are big on that. Like your kids are going to go through some hard times. You can't shelter them. That's right. Because that, God has their path made out. Mm-hmm. And if you're messing with God's path, me yeah. and you're big on that. That's right. Yeah. No, I totally agree with you. And, and those are conversations that you have, well, I I think it's important to have with your spouse. Absolutely. Because you need to kind of be on the same page about a mm-hmm. lot of things yeah. as, as, as husband and wife. And, you know, I, I know Chris, his heart is, is full. You know, yeah. it really is. And he always means the best. But there are times when I have to tell him, you know, off to the side. Yeah. You know, I'm like, okay, honey. You have to let him, if this is a mistake for him, then let it be his mistake. He yeah. has to learn. Yeah. He has to. And that's hard. It for is. For dad. Yeah. It is. Well, yeah, I can hear it now. And he doesn't want his, he doesn't no. want his son to make the same mistakes he made, but on, you know, but it's also, he needs to learn. Mm-hmm. He's going to have to go through his growing pains. Yeah. And that's hard. That is hard to watch that, but it, it is what it is. It is. You never want to see your kids no. sad or in pain. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just life. It is. It's very hard. But if it's going to bring them to God or glory, goodness. Yeah. 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 I know it. All okay. Right. Now let's keep going on through chapter 15. All righty. Okay. So before... Now, Joseph is towards the end of his life now. Mm-hmm. So... He died at 110, but before Mm -hmm. his death, he told his brothers in uh, Genesis chapter 50, verse 24, soon I will die, Joseph told his brothers, but God will surely come to help you and lead you out of this land of Egypt. He will bring you back to the land he solemnly promised to give to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. And a wonderful reminder of People we've read about yes. throughout Genesis. It kind of all comes together now. Ah, beautiful. Now, did you have notes for chapter 50? Because um, there were several here. Let's see. The only other one I had was 
uh, on 5020, the experiences in Joseph's life taught him that God brings good from evil for those who trust him. Do you trust God enough to wait patiently for him to bring you out of a bad situation? You can trust him because, as Joseph learned, God can overrule people's evil intentions to bring about his intended result. Mm. So mm-hmm. if you someone's doing evil intentions to you, you can think, this may be God. God's going to bring an intended result, God's intended result out of this. And pray that. God, I'm going through this hard time with so-and-so or with this. Please let your good come from this and let me realize. Let me see it. Mm-hmm. I, I, and um, the and, other. And what a great way to help, to help you through the situation. Yeah. In a Just positive way. Just pray it. Yes. Yeah. Just, and you know, like you said, in having a Bible, in the Bible, in the back, there will be like, say you're, you're looking for some wrong, someone who wrong, did you wrong? There's wrongdoing. And it gives the verses where they're at. Proverbs 20, you know, if you're feeling that way, look in your Bible for those words in the back and go to those verses. Yeah. And they help so much. Yeah, they do. Uh, Now that Jacob was dead, the brothers feared revenge from Joseph. Could he really have forgiven them for selling him into slavery? But to their surprise, Joseph not only forgave them, but reassured them, offering to care for them and their families. That must have blown their minds. He was like God on earth. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He would, He's acting like he should. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think, uh, like a, a little example of what was to come when Jesus came? Like I think so. Those types of traits? I think so. Okay. Because we're supposed to be doing his will. That's why we're here to... Do God's will for our life, what he wants us to do, not what we want to do. Mm-hmm. And look at how he's being. Yeah. I mean, just perfect, you yeah. know. Uh, Joseph's forgiveness was complete. He demonstrated how God graciously accepts us, even though we don't deserve it. Because God forgives us, even when we have ignored or rejected him, we should graciously forgive others. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Um, also... God brought good from the brother's evil deed. Potiphar's wife, false accusation. Oh, I forgot about Potiphar's yeah. wife. She was a doozy. Oh. The cupbearer's neglect yeah. and seven years of famine. The experiences in Joseph's life taught him that God brings good from evil for those who trust him. Mm. Do you trust God enough to wait patiently for him to bring good out of bad situations? You can trust him because, of, as Joseph learned, God can overrule people's evil intentions to bring about his intended results. Mm -hmm. And then also, I just, there was a lot of good stuff at at the very end of Genesis here. Oh, chapter 50, verse 24 sets the stage for what would begin to happen in Exodus, which is the next book we're going to read, and come to completion in Joshua. God was going to make Jacob's family into a great nation, lead them out of Egypt and bring them into the land he had promised them. The nation would rely heavily on this promise, and Joseph emphasized his belief that God would do what he had promised. That's great. I know. Just, just like this says, emphasizing and, and constantly telling everyone, listen, this is what's going to happen. Yeah. God's telling us. Yep. This is it. Yeah. 
And then finally, uh, the book of Genesis gives us rich descriptions of the lives of many great men and women who walked with God. They sometimes succeeded and often failed. That's something to to really remember is there were failures. Oh, yeah. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. It's all part of it. It sure is. Yet we learn much by reading the biographies of these people. Where did they get their motivation and courage? They got it by realizing God was with them despite their inadequacies. Knowing this should encourage us to be faithful to God, to rely on him for guidance, and to utilize the gifts and abilities he has given us. Yep. He gives each one of us a gift, and we know it. Yeah, yeah. And when you bless somebody else with that gift, or donate your time, or donate whatever you're good at, you get blessed. Mm-hmm. And how sweet that little thing can make somebody feel so good. Yes. You know, or yes. whatever, donated or he gives us each a gift. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, I know I say this all the time, but your kids should know that. Yes. Listen, you're not so good at baseball, but look what you are good at. Yeah. Or if they say, I'm so terrible at soccer. Well, you know what? You're great at at telling me when you read a book the whole how how it came about yes that is your gift yes not everybody can be a great baseball or this or that you know what a great thing to to instill in into every everyone should should really feel this way and we don't but we should I know is that it's okay that you're not strong in x you're strong in this yeah so use Use what God has given you to the best way that you can, to the best of your ability. Yeah. Because person over here who's strong in this, that's that's what God has given them. Yeah. So don't feel bad that you weren't given no. that gift. Because it takes all of us to make the wall or the, you know, we're each like a brick. Yes. And not, we read that in here. Uh-huh. Maybe we haven't got to that with them, but like we all have a purpose on earth and yours may be. Cleaning the kitchens or being a, you know, being a, a, working in a kitchen or working in a law office, whatever, do the best. Yes. That's your, yeah, you know, yeah. What a great example. Say you did work in a law office because there are so many factions to that law yeah. office. You have the high profile lawyers. Okay. Well, that's, that's their part in the puzzle. Yeah. We'll say that you're by yourself most of the time doing filing. Well, that's your piece of the puzzle. Yeah. Don't feel bad because you're all making everything, every, you're making it run. Everything's working because everyone's doing their job. Exactly. And maybe uh, the human beings in that office aren't telling you that. Yeah. But you can know mm-hmm. and have assurance from God that that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing this to the good of God. Yeah. And the people that are cleaning the offices. Yeah. They're all part of the puzzle. Yeah. Everyone's part of that puzzle Everybody making is. I've cleaned offices for years I did, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. You know, and we all have our thing. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and um, also I wanted, before we wrap this up, we finished Genesis. If we truly hope that if you want to get deeper into Genesis or any of the upcoming books that we're going to be talking about in the Bible... Please dig deeper. Oh, yes. What we want to do is give you a, a, a lovely overview of each chapter so you understand what's going on in each book. Yep. 
please dig deeper if you want to dig deeper into anything that's going on. Yes. We, we, we truly hope you do. Yep. And, and to find those things that are how you believe. If you're part of a church, you can ask your church. Mm-hmm. Listen, I want to dig deeper. Um, what, what books do you recommend? Because there's a lot out there that are not going to be centered the right thing. That is true. So, you know, or if you're like R.C. Sproul, um, John Piper, John, it's either John Piper or, or I think it's R.C. Sproul has a whole thing and a lot of it is free. How do you spell that last name? Do you know? S-P-R-O-U-L. Okay. And um, he even has a college and they have so much stuff that you can get. And that's, he's an old, been around forever guy. But, you know, I mean, he's so solid when Mm -hmm. it comes to biblical teachings, the way Christ expects us. That would be a good person to go, you know, just look up his name and then um, you can see the recommendations he recommends. You know, Mm -hmm. just someone that you know, you know. One time I heard someone told me there's nothing new in the Bible. Mm. So when someone comes out with a new book or the latest (laughs) big person that's written something on the Bible, really, those are probably the people you shouldn't be going to. Yeah, there's no latest with the Bible. (laughs) Right. And you and I have read, saw, had a couple things that we started to listen to. Mm -hmm. And we're like, no, this isn't, you feel it. You do feel it. And, and even pray, say, God, if this is the one you want me to do, let me, you know, if I start feeling something, that's, that's the Holy Spirit. God telling you, Hey, this one isn't, Mm -hmm. you, you know, you do. So I didn't mean to go on and on. No, we're on no time of crunch here. No. So I just thought I'd recommend that because I've done that before. Gotten the latest book when I was younger and like, oh, this is, oh, but really those are the, you know, be cautious. Absolutely. And then also, you know, there's a lot of uh, videos online as well. Uh, But, you know, I enjoy listening to, um, I I don't know what church his church is, but uh, Charles Stanley. Yeah. I like listening to him Mm -hmm. because... He, he seems to be very authentic, and I just get that feeling that he's kind of no-nonsense. Right. He's like, you know, the Bible's the Bible, and he doesn't kind of, he doesn't stray from that. No. You know, it's very, very common sense uh, as far as a path, uh, no-nonsense, very yeah. common sense as far as, uh, you know, a pastor goes. So, I like listening to his stuff whenever, you know, I run across it. Yeah. But you can tell. Oh, you yes. You can tell. You can. And if all they're saying is the good news, that's not good. Yeah. They got to say, listen, you're go- this is going to happen if you don't, you know. Yeah. Um. So for, for next time. Oh, my goodness. I know. This is going to be wonderful. We're going to have to record new spots and everything. Oh, yes. So Exodus. Yay. Yay. We are going on to Exodus, and we will focus on chapters one through five. Okay. And if you have any questions or comments or prayer requests, you can email us at basicbiblestudy19, the number 19, at gmail.com. And uh, all of our links and and whatnots you can find uh, on our website, mybasicbiblestudy.com. And uh, yeah, we can even answer your questions uh, privately or or, uh, on a podcast if you'd like. Just let us know. All right. We're praying for everyone. We are. We're praying for everyone. Yeah. And 
and uh, and we will catch you guys next time. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Take care. You too. Bye-bye. Oh, no. <laughs> I'll take care, too. I'll take care. <laughs> yeah. Like we're on the phone. Well, you know.